Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You got them all hot! Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I was leaving the radio station. I was a young guy. I could have handled it more like an adult. I didn't. I pooped in a bag and <laughs> hid it in her office. I left poo. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. <laughs> Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Football Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big program today. It's Saturday Showcase. Get you ready for all the big games tomorrow coming up at 334. NFL picks. Your chance to play with us mm. at 448. And it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. We have a full three hour show today for you. And I'm excited about it. Feels good. Feels good to do three hours. Uh, Watching that Buckeye basketball game did not feel good last night. They lose to Xavier. Not a good start. Just couldn't do enough in the second half. They tried. They made a game of it. Uh, You know, EJ got off to a slow start and then picked it up. But unfortunately for the Buckeyes right now, the offense runs through him. And so if he has a lull, this offense is going to have a lull. And you had that in the first half last night. Yeah, you did. And, And I... I am not trying to make excuses for this team in any way, shape, or form. This is a basketball team that I think rightfully so the expectations have been raised. Everyone is looking to see if this team can ultimately redeem themselves from last year where you had a first-round exit that we heard about from the Xavier students and let them live. That's fair play. You got to bring that up if you're a student section. Absolutely, That was fine. That crowd came to play last night. I mean, it was annoying. I hated it, but... But that's that's what right, you do. But that's, that's, that's big time that's college basketball. Do. Yeah, it was it was a electric atmosphere. It was a fun game to watch. As far as just from a casual fan, when the Buckeyes made it back into the game, but yeah, the the thing that is weird about this team, Mike, and I said this last night on Twitter, is that Ohio State is. I think we had that stat that they're the oldest team by or most experienced game by experience. amount of games that have been played. Right? Because yes. you have a lot in of transfers all, in all of college basketball, not just the Big Ten. Yeah. So, very experienced team, but it still feels like a young team in many ways because some of the players that are going to take you to the next level, like Michi Johnson, like Malachi Branham, those guys are still very young players that are learning their way through big-time atmospheres like the one you just saw. I mean, that's that's not an excuse. That's a reality. But those two guys, in addition, of course, to EJ Liddell, they're going to have to be the secondary guys on this team because I really don't think it exists elsewhere other than Kyle Young, I should put in the EJ conversation, but Kyle Young has had injury issues. You have concerns there, of course, of how often he can be on I the get, floor for I you. get nervous every time he touches the ball. Right. Every if, time someone touches him, I get nervous. But like last night, you saw EJ picked it up in the second half. Kyle Young picked it up, and I thought played really well throughout the whole I game. I thought Michi did some nice things last night. Well, and night. That's, that's what I mean. Those two guys were going, and then Michi in the 
middle of the second half on started going through the lane and actually trying to make something happen in the lane. Sometimes it was getting to the rim. Sometimes it was kicking it out for a three, but there was and he even had a couple passes in the lane, which were nice. Draw the defense to you, drop it off. Let somebody go finish under the basket. The problem for this team was last night. They were, they weren't finishing at the rim. Well, and they just shot themselves in the foot with so many turnovers in the first half. It was a difficult hole to climb. Too many second chance opportunities in the first half, too. Yeah, giving up a lot of second chance uh, buckets for Xavier last night, and we saw that at the tail end of last season too. And in the tournament, is they'd play good defense, they'd allow an offensive rebound, look deflated, and then give up an easy bucket. Yeah, it's it's the truth, man. I mean, it is going to be a struggle on the boards for this team because of their lack of size and. You saw the, was it the Indiana transfer that they have? Nunge, that guy, like he was grabbing every board there for a while. It seemed like, uh, here. here's the positives I'm taking away from this game. And let's not forget, we have seen this Buckeye team go out in November, December and destroy everyone, including nationally ranked opponents. And we said, wow, they're just going to roll through the Big Ten. And then the Big Ten season came and they had much difficulty. So I'm not here to say that what they are now is what they're going to be in January or what they're going to be in March. But if they're going to improve, they need guys like Malachi Branham to keep coming, like to keep getting to that next level. Because you saw it in that game. He started putting the ball on the floor, started getting to the rim, and then had trouble finishing that off. But if that develops for him as a true freshman, watch out, man. That guy is electric. You and get a glimpse of what he could he be. He can be something yeah. really special. And then he's good defensively. He's active. EJ playing great defense last night. How about that, right? I mean... I'm not trying to, you know, spin this into a happy-go-lucky thing. They lost to a in-state rival. That sucks. But if EJ plays defense like that in the Big Ten, that's going to be good for the Buckeyes. You need someone who can affect shots in the lane, and EJ has definitely added that to his game. I don't want to be mean or super negative, but this is big boy athletics here, right? I think we can all be honest. Justin Arns is pretty much worthless, isn't he? Well, as, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what his role is on this team. Well, I'll tell you what his role should be on this team. His role should be on this team: a guy who gets open and can hit some plucky buckets and hit threes, and he'll have a stretch where he hits four out of six from three point land, and you know, you go on a run. That should be his role because he's certainly not playing defense. No, we, we've no, seen that. He's he's a, a, we know he's a defensive. He's liability. a liability playing defense. The problem is he's not hitting those shots. The problem is he's not getting open. Maybe once every two weeks he'll show up for a five minute stretch and give you something. He's not warranting his game time right now. Now I know why he's getting it. If Justice Suing was on this team, he wouldn't be getting these minutes. But at some point, Chris Holtman's going to have to look at Justin Arns and say, I know you're a veteran, I know you've been here for a long time, but I'm sorry you're just not earning playing time. i got to ride with somebody else. Yeah, that, that's reasonable. And the problem with Arns also for me is when you say three-point specialist or you say guy who you know is out there to, to stretch the floor, make defenses respect the three-point shot. Well, but he's not, though. He had two attempts last night. Yeah, he's not even shooting. It's, it's, and it's not because, I mean... Like you said, he's not getting open. Great three-point threats in college. The great three-point specialists, they find ways to get open or they are able to take shots with a hand in their face. And when a team goes to zone against you, that's going to make it tough for a three-point specialist who's just kind of standing there waiting for the ball unless he can shoot with a guy in his face because 
the zone defense is good at stopping guys who are just planted to shoot a three. If you're active and moving around, you're cutting into the lane, you're drawing the defense in, and then you're getting a kick out, then that spot-up shooter can hit can have a chance, right? But two attempts is because he was not open a lot of times. They were not giving him a lot of space. And when they go man against him, I don't see him getting the movement off the ball to, get, not. to get open. No. So maybe that will change. This is early in the season again, but you're right. It's not the first time we've watched this guy play. It's been a few years now. He's one of the veteran leaders Got to see more out of him. If that's going to be your role, you've got to start getting more looks at the basket. These games were spaced appropriately last night. So Buckeyes end, then Jackets started. Jackets beat Arizona in a shootout last night. This was another crazy, wacky, flair for the dramatic game. Seemed like every single time the Blue Jackets were going to pull away in this game. Here come the Yotes. They would tie it up. They went to the shootout. Jackets faced three do-or-die situations in the shootout. They did it. They came out of there with two points. It was a bad team you played last night, but they seemingly had all the momentum going for them last night. Jackets still came out of there with two points. We'll take it. Yeah, I will definitely take however you're going to get points in the West. I don't care if you have to go to the overtime, shootout, etc. Just get the two points done. How about this for a stat? I saw first Ohio Battery pointing this out. Uh, the Jackets are over three goals per game early in the season, but this is a little bit of a sample size now. 3.29 goals per game per NHL.com. That's ninth in the league. They are 15th in the league during five-on-five opportunities with 30 goals on the season. Their power play is 10th in the league. Now, are those the greatest numbers you can have? No, but to be top 10 in both power play and scoring and also top 10 in goals per game, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that every time, right? I mean, that's... That's a good accomplishment for this young Jackets team. I hope it continues to build, but offensively, they're showing me much more than I expected out of this season. I did not expect them to be this good this early. Buckeyes getting ready for Sparty tomorrow. It is Football Friday. We will talk plenty about football. We'll talk plenty about this game. Noon kick tomorrow right here on The Fan. Live pregame coverage starts 6.30 in the a.m. So, Buckeyes are favored by 19 in this game. Uh, Michigan State is nine and one. Ohio State's nine and one. We know how important this is, not just for playoffs, but you have to win this conference still. Oh yeah, we still have to take care of that little bit of business. We know what Michigan State's mo is going to be. They're going to want to come in here, keep the Buckeye offense off the field, slow down the game, and run the football. My question to you is: Will they be effective with that game plan? Well, yes, I think that there is a chance that this defense is still not great against the run, right? Saw it earlier in the season. You had a couple players be able to get some pretty good rushing yards against this Buckeye offense, right? Muhammad Ibrahim did it for Minnesota. Their offense, not as robust as Michigan State's. You know, it's not like they had a quarterback that, that... was as good. Their their offensive weaponry was not as good. They were a run-first team until he got hurt. You can make the point in a game like that, though, and I think it's fair, that the defensive line hadn't hit their stride yet. True. And the linebackers were not playing as well as they are right now. I'm not saying that there's not weakness there and that they don't give up plays that make me want to bash my head up against the wall, but I think I think at least the front seven has improved significantly since the season started. I think think that's fair. Um, I'll I'll say this. I think Michigan State will move the ball. I think it will come down to how they do in the red zone. You know, I think that's where this defense has the ability to be better. And I think they can maybe do better in those situations than they did previously against some heavy run teams. But, 
you know, Michigan State's offense, like I said, is much more complete. Here's to me the story, Mike. Heisman Trophy is out there to be won. And with so many other things, of course, on the line, you have two guys in this game who have an, an outside or maybe a really good shot at winning the Heisman. It's kind of a wide open race right now. C.J. Stroud for the Buckeyes, of course, and Kenneth Walker the third for Michigan State. My question is, who is going to be the guy who puts together one of those two is going to have a Heisman moment in this game? I'm not saying one that they win it on. I'm saying they're going to have a moment in this game where they come out of the game and say, there you go. That's why C.J. Stroud is still in the front. He's the front runner for the Heisman or he's right there or, or Kenneth Walker is. If Kenneth Walker has those moments, then this is going to be a long day for Ohio State. But if largely C.J. Stroud's the guy getting the headlines, then I don't think you have much to worry about. So I hope it's not something where we're in the fourth quarter and both of those guys have had a ton of moments because then that means Michigan State's still in this thing. We'll talk more about this game. Plus, it was a bad week for the Big Ten. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You are going to find some delays on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. Traffic is slow in that area. More slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. And traffic is slow on 71 southbound between 17th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up. Drivers can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible their first year. Drivers are home daily, receive great benefits and more than $10,000 in bonuses. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's Football Friday. Brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota. Here on The Fan. Bad week for the Big Ten. Basketball-wise. So on Monday, number 10, Illinois... Lost to Marquette. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, number four, Meat Chicken. Lost to Seton Hall. On Wednesday, number 20, Maryland. Lost to George Mason. And last night, number 19, Ohio State. Lost to Xavier. It is the first time in Big Ten history, and only the second time in D1 history, that a conference is at a ranked team lose to an unranked non-conference opponent four days in a row. Mm. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean the Big Ten sucks? Does that mean these teams will do nothing tournament time? No. Just an interesting little factoid for November. Here's the thing I I would caution people with. And I know we get into this sometimes. There will probably be a game with the Buckeyes or even with the Blue Jackets where we will lose our minds at some point during the season, right? That's okay. But the reality is we know when you play as many games as they do in college basketball, let alone in the NBA or NHL or some of those or Major League Baseball, One game is not the reason to lose your mind. If there's trends that develop over a season, and then those trends show up in a big game and continue to get worse, that's different, right? But the Big Ten losing four in a row in, in that way, while that does suck, that does not in any way indicate 
really anything about this conference to me. It's not like college football where one or two weekends does change perceptions on teams, conferences, everything else, because you have so few games. Like you said, there's going to be 30 games here. So, yeah, if that happens another couple weeks in a row or we just get multiple ranked teams go out and get smacked by lesser competition, then I'll be concerned about what is this conference. And if the Buckeyes can't do well in it, what does that say about their chances in March? But we're a long way from that conversation, at least in my mind right now. Buckeyes and Sparty tomorrow, noon kick right here on the fan. So we know that Michigan State wants to run the football. But I think the myth is they want to slow this game down, run the football, and play good defense. I'm quite sure they want to play good defense. The reality is this team is not very good defensively, which is why they want to slow down the game. We tend to think of Michigan State, you know, they're going to run the ball, they're going to play solid defense. They'll do one of those. They'll run the ball. But this Sparty team wants to keep their defense off the field. Why? Because they give up 450 total yards of offense. Yeah, they're they're not as big of a defensive threat as well, they have been in the past. And and I'm sure that you could argue that, yes, they've had some moments where they play good defense this year. But let's be real. I mean, Michigan had that game completely won and dominated pretty much offensively. And then some calls went against them. Their defense kind of crapped itself. And, and back into the game, Michigan State wanders, right? And they end up winning it. But Ohio State should not be in that position. No, and, you know, we look at the Ohio State defense, we have questions about that, as we should. But as frustrated as we've been with this Ohio State defense at times, they're giving up 368 total yards of offense, which historically is not great. For 2021, it's fine. It's about middle of the pack. Michigan State has given up almost 100 yards more than that per game on average. Yeah, and I think relative to the strengths of the offenses they're going against, right? I mean, Ohio State's defense has its deficiencies. It's still a work in progress. Michigan State's offense, as good as Kenneth Walker III is, just all over the field is not as dynamic as Ohio State's offense, right? So Michigan State's defense might rank a little better in some categories on on some level, but mostly they're, like you said, they're giving up way more yards per game than the Buckeyes are. The reality is if Ohio State gets going early at home, it would be that's not usually the formula with Sparty, right? When these Sparty losses happen, it's because the Buckeye offense can't do anything, shoots itself in the foot in the red zone, has uh, ill-timed turnovers that that kill momentum for your team, not just in that moment, but over the course of the game where you finally get a drive going and then you do something that causes them to get the ball back. That's not great. I I don't see that if Ohio State gets like three or four drives in the first half that end in points, let alone touchdowns. That's that's good. That's a level of Ohio State play that I think will sustain throughout the game. I don't think you're going to see Sparty come back from that just because this offense, once it gets rolling, it tends to keep rolling. You can't beat yourselves, though, right? I mean, as frustrated as we got watching the Buckeyes in Nebraska, Buckeyes beat themselves. Ultimately, it was a closer game than it should have been, but the Buckeyes won the game. If the Buckeyes beat themselves. We're talking 8 to 12 penalties. They turn the football over. They will. This won't just be an unnecessarily close game. They will lose this game. Yeah. You, you have to play smart football tomorrow. I think there is a difference between playing the best game you've ever played and playing a good game. 
Right? I mean, I don't yeah, think they absolutely. need... They don't need to play their best game ever. Which, I don't need 34 points in one quarter tomorrow. Right. I'd love to see it, <laughs> but you don't need that. You you may have to play the best game that every player on Ohio State is capable of to beat a Georgia or Alabama, possibly. That might be what you need to beat those teams. I don't know. I don't think you need that tomorrow, but you're right. You can't make dumb mistakes. And here's the other thing, too, Mike. As much as we've talked about offensively, Kenneth Walker III's the guy, and he's going to be you know, getting the rock quite a bit, and they want to see him get the run game going. They do have weapons outside. Michigan State does. Jaden Reed is like top five in the country. They're one of their wide receivers in plays over 30 yards. I mean, he's he's a guy who, yes, if he can get open, watch out. Like, he's going to burn you. So I'm just I'm just pointing out that this offense is a little more dynamic than some of the ones we've seen. That's where my concern is for Ohio State. Defensively, can you slow them down enough that this offense gets going and then is in such a lead that they can't just hand the ball to Kenneth Walker III? They have to air it out. And then you can you can go for that as opposed to saying, well, we got to worry about the run game. Well, maybe you don't if you're up three scores in the third quarter. Maybe at that point, Michigan State abandons handing the ball off and they have to throw it, and then you close the game out that way. We had football last night. Patriots shut out the Falcons. The Falcons suck, and they managed to do something that rarely happens. They played three quarterbacks last night. Mm. All three of them threw interceptions. Matt Ryan threw a pick, threw two picks. Then Josh Rosen came in. I don't know. Pick. I don't know anyone who ever defended that guy or thought he might be good in the NFL. And I then Felipe Franks was. came in and threw a pick. The last time that happened, where three quarterbacks played and they all threw picks, was the year 2000 and the San Diego Chargers. Did you read this story? Because I'm going to ask. Not, I did not read ask the story. You, I, there are three quarterbacks I, no played in that game. I don't even remember who was on the team. No, all right, let me no tell idea. you who started the game. Okay, Moses Moreno. Former Bears starting quarterback started the game for the Chargers. He was intercepted twice in 21 attempts. Then Ryan Leaf came in. Mm, He was still there. He was relegated to backup duty at that point, and he was picked off. Then quarterback number three came in. Can you guess? No, I can't guess. Quarterback number three. I I don't even recall who would have been in the league at that time. San Diego Super Chargers was in the year... 2000. Dan Fouts. He re- unretired. Pickle sported this year. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Jimmy Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh was the third string quarterback in 2000 for the San Diego Chargers. He was the third person to come in, throw a pick. That's the wow. last time that happened, and we saw wow. it last night. Yeah, that was a brutal game to watch. I had watching some of that last night, and I didn't mostly, watch most of it. Mostly, I was checking to see how my uh, degenerate T-bone pick went off. How'd you do? Good news. All right. Under 47 and. Patriots more than covered the six and a half, so we're good. Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on westbound 670 after Leonard Avenue. There's some debris blocking the left lane in that area. Please be cautious over here. Watch out for cars cars as they swerve to avoid it. There we go. Plan on some delays in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by BP. When you sign up for BP and your rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP and Amico stations. That means more savings and more on whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So go on, treat yourself, download BP and rewards, and start saving today. On the NRA with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. I'm waiting for my email to open. Hey, join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Stop by after the game for live bands and more. What, they took out the bring cash? No, I guess you don't need cash anymore. What? No cash? Or bring cash still. I don't know. It doesn't say bring cash. You know, it just... says stop by after the game for live bands and more. Oh, after the game. So after now, the game. now there's more to do after the game. Gotcha. I'm, I'm going to say bring cash bring anyway. Bring cash anyway, just in case. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by Kohler and Buckeye Power Sales. White Claw, your local Columbus Hyundai dealers, and Jack Daniels. See you tomorrow. You know what? Bring Bitcoin. Just see what they do. Flip a flip a Bitcoin flip? over to, to uh, Stupid Brad slash Sticker Brad and see what he does with it. Hey, can I come to the tailgate? No, Herbie, you cannot. But I'm in town. Yeah, great. Catch me at Brothers tonight, macking on chicks. <laughs> Saturday Showcase. Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, Boner, could have an upset here. Number 10, Wake Forest at unranked Clemson. This is noon on the S-Pen. Yeah, it is. Clemson is a four-point favorite. I'm guessing mostly because they're at home, and... and Look, the Tigers have beaten the Demon Deacons 12 straight times. Last time Wake Forest won at Clemson, it was 1998. Wake is tops in the ACC, number two nationally in scoring offense. So that's their thing they're bringing to the table. If you've paid any attention to them this year, you know how good they are on offense. Clemson is, despite how bad they've been offensively, they're allowing an ACC low 15.3 points per game. So that's the matchup here. Wake Forest offense versus Clemson, still very good defense. Wake is a tempo team, so you think if they get into a rhythm early on, it's going to be a long day for Clemson. Meanwhile, the front seven for Clemson, they're still really good. Secondary, if there is a weak point in that defense, that's probably where it is. Could the Deacon offensive line slow down the pass rush from Clemson? That's a big question we'll get answered. Also, I think the crowd will be a factor, certainly, for the Clemson D, giving them a little bit of a boost in the red zone. Uh, Tiger offense stinks. If you have not been paying attention to that, DJ Uyangalele has been bad. He has completed 55% of his throws, 5.8 yards per attempt at the bottom of the ACC. That is gross. So do you think Wake Forest can get it done? I'm going to say, actually, yes, they can. Syracuse, in fact, had the number two defense in the ACC. Wake Forest put up 40 on them. NC State, they were third in defense in the ACC. Deacons put up 45 on them. So, yeah, Wake Forest can play good defenses and put up points. I think they win this game. Let's go to Hillbilly Land. Number 21, Arkansas, is at number 2, Alabama. Nick Saban bitching and moaning this week about his team not having good practices. This is 3.30 on CBS. Yeah, that's that's old Nick Saban saying, focus on games that are not 
the SEC championship game or the Iron Bowl. Like, let's remember we have to play these other games. And he's not wrong for bringing this up because if our Kansas is not exactly a great team, but they have been on a roller coaster this season. Bama, by the way, is favored by 21 in this game. And I almost thought about putting this game in yesterday in Degenerate T-Bone as the Arkansas with the points. Like, not that they're going to win the game, but they've shown the capability to hang with some good teams. They, of course, had the big win over Texas A&M. They lost by a point to Ole Miss. They then proceeded to get their doors blown off by Georgia, eked out a three-point victory against LSU. Very up and down. I don't know what to expect from them necessarily, but if they're going to do something, K.J. Jefferson, he is the key for the offense for Arkansas, and most of the time, he's been throwing it to Traylon Burks, who's had 796 yards this year. He's been really good. When Georgia beat Arkansas, that was when Traylon Burks had three catches. So you shut him down. You don't let K.J. Jefferson run the football on your defense. I tend to think that's how this game goes. Arkansas is not going to beat Bama per se, but maybe they keep it interesting and under the 21-point spread. That's that's my semi-hot take. Let's go down to the nap in the Queen City. We thought maybe this game would be a thing. SMU at number 5 Cincinnati, 330 on ESPN. I don't think it's going to be a thing because SMU has not been very good. Well, but you know what, though? Every game for Cincinnati could be a thing. Keep an eye on it. And, and of course, they're under the microscope because of where they're ranked and what they need to do to try to jump one of these, you know, bigger name teams. Uh, by the way, speaking of names, SMU's quarterback, I love his name. Tony Mordecai. Great name. He helms the offense probably as good as UC has played all this season. Leads the AAC in passing yards per game with 346 per game and 37 touchdowns. He's also first in the American in that. So let him live. Uh, the only team with more picks than Cincinnati's defense this season, which they have 16 of those, Iowa with 19. So Cincinnati defense, I think, can turn the ball over. Desmond Ritter, he has been phenomenal for Cincinnati this year. He's still pretty good, too. I think they win this game. 11 and a half is kind of a big number, but I, I think you're going to see Cincinnati in this game. Get it done and try to make a little bit of a statement that you thought this SMU team was close. We deserve to be in the top four, and here's why. Here's a big win. Playoff committee values Oregon, their number three in the country. Will they value them after this week? They visit number 23, Utah. This is the primetime game on ABC. Well, and I'll tell you, if uh, Cincinnati and Ohio State, well, lots of teams, right? If they take care of business, they're going to be looking at this game to see what can Utah do. Utah actually favored in this game. Uh, Of course, the Pac-12 North crown is sitting there for the Ducks if they win this game, but a victory over Oregon gives Utah coach Kyle Whittingham his 142nd win as head coach at Utah. That would make him pass Ike Armstrong to become the school's all-time winningest coach. Uh, So this is a big deal for them. Utah can clinch the Pac-12 South, a share of that title if they beat the Ducks. So a lot on the line here. Utah leads the league in scoring offense, touchdowns scored, total offense per game, and rushing touchdowns. Their defense is usually pretty good, but their offense has been really good this year. So I actually think the upset is in play here, and I think Utah is going to get it done. I think Utah beats Oregon. And then we have a much clearer national championship picture next week. Cheapest tickets on the secondary market this week. Tennessee State at number 25, Mississippi State, 5 bucks. <laughs> Get you in the door in Starksville. Sure. Uh, what else? South Florida at Tulane, 2 bucks. There you go. Just open up the gate. 
Why? Yeah, two dollars. You need the two bucks. Minnesota at Indiana, three dollars. <laughs> That's a Big Ten matchup. That's uh, and a couple of four dollar ones. You have UL Monroe at LSU, four bucks. At LSU, at for $4. LSU and right. Kansas and TCU in Fort Worth, four dollars. Let them live. Well, again, you know my rule on that. If I were close to any, well, I don't know about any. No, you would not. If I'm not close to, I don't. Would you say Minnesota and Indiana? Right? You're not going to that. I'm not going to that. But I'll, you are I'll, close to that. You can go there. I'm not that close. Not Bloomington's not far. Drive Take a drive. No, I'm. You're going to gas stations that are two hours away. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, oh, new sheets open. Gotta go. <laughs> we did go to a uh, Bucky's that is nine hours away, but that was part of a large. <laughs> that was part of a larger trip. I just want to point that out. Uh, it didn't turn out to be a good season for a five-star Buckeye. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for him slowdowns on westbound 670 after Leonard Avenue. That earlier debris has been cleared from the roadway, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And you'll find some more slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. Traffic report is sponsored by Duncan. The holidays call for Duncan's new holiday blend coffee. Enjoy a warming blend with notes of molasses and dried fruit to spark your holiday hustle. Sip through the holidays with a $2 medium holiday blend. Coffee from America runs on Duncan. Only an array with fan traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Football Friday, it's also Tool of the Week. Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. So, look, man, we get excited for five-star guys. We think they're going to have an impact. They don't always do. Some because they just couldn't play. Some because they were just hurt or in a bad situation. But we thought the Buckeyes would have a steady Yeti five-star guy on that offensive line this year. Has not worked out. Yeah, Harry Miller. Uh, there's some news about him coming from Austin Ward over at Letterman Row. Uh, as you said, former five-star recruit. He started all last season, was really good, was thought that this offensive line, he'd be one of the anchors on this line, a really you know solid player for the Buckeyes, but didn't play in the opener, scratched from the lineup, kind of surprising, and then has played very little, if at all, since. And Letterman Rowe saying sources with direct knowledge of the situation indicate a lingering knee injury. It's going to keep Harry Miller from making a return to action for the Buckeyes this season, uh, which of course they did not want to see. They were trying to give it every opportunity, but it sounds like that's where this is headed. You're not going to see him the rest of the year. They tried to work him back in, did not take. So they've officially shut him down. That's tough, man. It is frustrating. I can't imagine being in his position where, you know, we always talk about, how frustrating it is for us as fans when guys can't stay healthy or they get hurt or they have some kind of issue. 
but but that's just because that's the perspective we're giving you. We obviously, you and I did not play football or any high level sport like that. I can't imagine what it does for guys who all their careers. You get to Ohio State, every time you've played your sport, whatever gymnastics. If you get to Ohio State, you've been a pretty good gymnast your whole life. So I can't imagine what it is for someone who's always been able to get the job done when they wanted to to now be told, sorry. There's nothing we can do right now for what's happening. Maybe maybe next time, but not right now. NFL expansion has been a topic of conversation this week. I've read some pieces saying, oh, 40 teams, not out of the question. Like, all right, maybe it's not. I don't know. There will be expansion, and the NFL has this pending lawsuit with St. Louis. Maybe part of that settlement is St. Louis is guaranteed another franchise. Who the hell knows? But I saw this yesterday from Bavada. They have odds on where the next NFL expansion team will be based. Would you like to hear them? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So the leaders in the clubhouse, Toronto is at plus 290, and London is at plus 290. I think both of those cities will have franchises at some point. Are they ready for London now? I don't know. They can make Toronto happen. I know that. But both of those cities, would you be shocked if there was an NFL team in there in 10 years? I will tell you this. I would be way more likely to place a bet on uh, Toronto than I would London. Just because... Logistically, of course, it's easier. I know they've wanted to do that, but the other problem is in London, they they had tried to have something kind of locked up where they would have a place where they could absolutely go. That has now fallen through, and suddenly you don't hear them talking about it nearly as much. Maybe they're not talking about it because... Behind the scenes, this is how deals get done, and they have to work things out. And maybe now we're into that. In the next couple of years, you're going to finally hear them break their silence. But the NFL doesn't talk nearly as much about London as they used to. Still say they like going over there. Still say they want to eventually expand. But it's not as much of a threat now with the Jags as it seemed like it was previously. So Toronto and London both have the same odds. The next tier you have is San Antonio. We've heard about them at plus 400. And St. Louis at plus 400. They have pending litigation against the NFL that may result in a team. Well, and that's why they're so high. I mean, it, yeah, that that in San Antonio, wasn't that one of the names where the Spanos family said they would take the Chargers if they couldn't get worked into the, that ra- deal? the Raiders were oh, the Raiders were there too, with talking them about as that, well. Yeah. And, you know, we've heard that, you know, Jer- Jerry's going to get a payout if that's the case. Well, of course he is. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure all the. Texas-based teams will say, yeah, we want some money there. So Houston will probably get some money, too. Uh, Mexico City is at plus 950. I think we're 20, 25 years away from something like that happening. They'll play games in Mexico City. They're not putting a franchise in Mexico City anytime soon. Don't you think they'd have to get more along the lines of where London is as far as, not, not the city, but I mean how the NFL plays every year, multiple games there. Wouldn't they have to do that with Mexico City over a period of five or ten years yes. before we get to that point? They I have to think. have a proof of concept that not only do the fans want it, but that these events can go down the way the NFL wants them to. Yeah, and, and it's we don't have air quality problems, and the field is all chewed up, and we have to have a cage. Remember that? When they played a game down there, they had the fans caged off. Well, they didn't have the fans caged. I mean, that's that's from... That's for, they have that because of soccer. They don't have that because of the NFL necessarily. I'm saying that's how that stadium, the Azteca, where they played, is built. That's not because of the NFL. But you're right. I mean, maybe that is something that they would have to do in the new stadium. But I'm just saying that has more to do with how their soccer stadium has been over the years with 
various things that have gone on there. I don't know if that is indi- indicative of what they're doing now. Uh, then the next tier, they have Columbus on here at plus 2,000. They have Orlando on here at plus 2,000. They have Omaha at plus 2,000. Only Sacramento. Peyton Manning yells Omaha so much that it's just worked its way into the <laughs> expansion. Sacramento at plus 2,000. Portland plus 2,000. And Norfolk, Virginia plus 2,000. Salt Lake City also plus 2,000. So you have Columbus listed here with these other cities. And look, I think it's a long shot that anything comes here. I have no doubt that if it did, the the people here would support it. Well, I'll tell you who would obviously have the biggest problems with that. It would be the Brown family and the Haslam family. I mean, they they would they would not be happy with that development because they know that there are significant portions of their fan base. And I'm not talking about fans even probably my age, Mike. I'm I'm someone who if the Browns came here, I'm or the Browns came here. If a expansion team came to Columbus, see you Browns. Like I'm from Columbus. I've lived here my whole life. I would root for a Columbus-based NFL team. I know a lot of Browns fans who might say otherwise, but I think the under 30 crowd, there's less loyalty in that for a lot of those people if you put a team here for people who now lived here who have grown up here would say or came here because of jobs or whatever, this would be their team. And that would directly affect the fan bases for the Bengals and the Browns. So yes, that is that is something I don't think will ever happen because of those two teams throwing a fit about I, I, it. I agree with you. But if the NFL says it doesn't mean the city shouldn't it, push for it though. I dude. You should be devoting I'm, people. I'll, I'll lead the charge. You tell me where to go. You tell me who's in charge of that committee. I'll sign up to do whatever I got to do. I, I want to help. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to poo poo that. I am saying the uphill battle is not, is Columbus a good enough city for an NFL team? We all know Columbus could support it. It's whether Cleveland and Cincinnati would allow it to happen. Uh, Montreal's at plus 3,000 on here and Memphis plus 3,000 on here. To your right. point, I mean, I lived here for almost 20 years. I've been a Chicago Bears fan my entire life. If there was an NFL team here in Columbus, I renounce my Bears fandom. I mean, maybe I would, just, I would root for that team. Maybe that's because the Bears have been so frustrating to watch over the years. Browns have been frustrating for you, me. You know me. I, yeah, I I'm a glutton for punishment, and I'm a traditionalist. Yes. I don't take that decision lightly. Well, but this is the thing, right? If you live here, this is home, and you get a team. Exactly. I don't, I don't blame people. And it's a fresh start. It's a blank canvas. That's why I've never understood the Tampa fans who are like, well, I'm actually a Braves fan. It's like, yeah, you were a Braves fan because you were in Florida, and that was the closest team when you became a fan 35 years ago. Then they put a team in your city. Go root for Tampa. I've never understood why that city didn't embrace that baseball team more. Things could get ugly with NFL owners turning on each other. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash in I-71 northbound at East Broad Street. It is causing slowdowns as they work to get the roadway clear. Please be careful over here. In the meantime, plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. Strapping Report is sponsored by eBay. Shop on eBay to get more for your dough on stand mixers or get more for your buck on tech and gaming gear. Get more and save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed. 
with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The fan is joining 10TV in the Ohio Education Association to honor classroom heroes. In these weird times, teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. We're proud to announce this week's hero, Shelly Molner, or Molnair, staff member at St. Mary's School in Delaware for over 20 years. Let her live. Hmm. Nominate teachers, coaches, or staff members who you think deserve special recognition. Head to 971thefan.com slash heroes. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. NFL owners are always bickering with each other because you get billionaires in a room, they're going to bitch about something, right? Yep. That's their nature. Stan Kroenke is the owner of the LA Rams. Of course, he is being sued by the city of St. Louis, as is the NFL because he moved the team. Now the city is seeking damages. They say promises were broken, yada, yada, yada. As you brought up, Bone, Stan Kroenke, when he said to all the other NFL owners, hey, uh, all of you vote to let me leave. All right? Going out to L.A., going to build a megaplex with the best stadium you've ever seen. It's going to increase the value of my team and the entire league. Pedigree of the league will be elevated because we'll be in the city of angels once again. Oh, and by the way, if the city of St. Louis comes after us, don't worry. I'm going to cover all the lawsuits and all the damages myself. You will not be liable for a thing. I want to say, weren't because there were two proposals about they were going to do an L.A. stadium, right? They wanted to they wanted to do that, and that was the deal. But Kroenke's plan was the one that they went with because he convinced them of, like you said, I won't take any legal action. I'm trying to remember. Was the other plan like Chargers and Raiders? Yes, they were also talking about the Raiders right. going there. And so, like, what's great is that either way, they were going to bail out the Spanos family. We knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of all, of all these groups, right, it's like, you're going to bail those ones out the first one. Okay, I don't understand why. But, yeah, he made he made promises to the NFL owners that apparently he cannot keep either, Mike. Well, right. That's, that's my point, is that he, he said he would cover all the, the lawsuit damages. That is not the case. They still have this active lawsuit with the city of St. Louis. And if it escalates to a trial, they're going to have to open up their, all their books and show all their business dealings, which the Rams don't want to do and the league doesn't want to do. Well, and to be clear, the trial date is set for early January. I mean, it's yes, it will go to trial unless a settlement is reached. And so far, it does not looks like St. Louis feels much like settling because they think they've got a good case and a judge who will award it fairly if they make the case the right way. Now, Stan Kroenke's attorneys say they have mediation scheduled next week with the city of St. Louis, and they think they can resolve Stan's part of the lawsuit here. They think maybe if they slide... $750 million oh, to the city of St. Louis. That's pretty good money. They can rid Stan of this lawsuit. But that does nothing for the rest of the league. The city would still be suing the league. And Stan Kroenke's attorneys say, we're not paying for it. 
We'll pay for our end of it, but we're not paying for any other damages that may go against the league. You guys are on your own. Spread these payments around the owners, but we're not paying for it. Well, and what's always the concern with the rich guys in the room? They don't want their finances open. They don't want to deal with that. They don't want to have to be dealing with whatever comes out of discovery in a trial like that. They they don't want people pouring over their books. And and the whole reason these other NFL owners are in it because they were the ones on the committee that decided to approve Stan's deal over the other deal that was on the table. And so that's why the St. Louis, you know, lawyers would be going after them too. That's why this they're named in this suit is because they were all involved. If they had all voted no, Stan wouldn't have been able to move his team. So they they knew the bargain they were making and they were told by their fellow owner don't worry, vote for me, and it'll all be okay. And now he's saying, whoops, never mind. Thanks for your vote. It I'm going to take be- care of me. <laughs> I do like that uh, You know, the rich guys are getting to find out what the rest of us do when it comes to politics, where it's like, vote for my thing, and then I'll take care of you. And then later it's like, actually, I won't. I'm going to just be here and get what I want and not do what I said I would. That's great. NFL this weekend, Browns hosting the Lions, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Nick Chubb has been cleared. So he's there for you. Good news. Um, I also saw the Lions and Jared Goff has not practiced this week. And so they think it's going to be backup quarterback time. I had thought the backup quarterback for the Lions was David Blau because it was. But Tim Boyle will get the start for the Lions this week. Now, Tim Boyle started his career at UConn. He wasn't very good there. Then he went to, was it Eastern or Western Kentucky? One of those two. Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. And wasn't very good there either. But he was with the Packers for a little while. And then now he's with the Lions. He must show something in practice that people like. Well, when he, when his combined touchdown and interception in Eastern Kentucky and his years at UConn, he threw a total of 12 touchdowns and 26 picks in bad college football. Not not playing, you know, in the SEC against tough defense. I mean, this is bad college football. But, Mike, do you know how tall uh, Mr. Boyle is? I'm guessing he's not 5'8". He's 6'4", 233 pounds. So So he looks like an NFL quarterback. He's a big dude, yes. And he's he's not the most mobile guy out there, but I guess he can run around a, a smidge. So I did do some research on him. Okay. All right. He, he apparently looked very good in preseason this year. Oh. And they're like, oh, this guy, he's going to be something. And then he broke his thumb. Ah, and I that's see. why David Blau has been the backup quarterback but now the thumb for is Jared better. Goff. But now the thumb is healed. However, he's only been cleared to play in the last week. So it's not like he's had a ton of practice time under his belt. Yeah. All right. Hey, look. If- you feel better about your guys now? Nick Chubb back? Listen, listen man. Tim Boyle? It doesn't... <sighs> doesn't matter if golf plays right this is the lions they have not won a game all year i know but your team is also kind of a mess listen to me i agree with yeah i i'm i'm worried about every game is to answer your question but this is what i'm going to put the standard and i don't think this is too harsh if this browns team loses to jared golf and the lions Sir Arthur Conan Boyle, or whatever his name is, and the Lions, whatever, whoever they lose to, and the Lions is at the end of that statement, then everyone in, from, I don't care who it is, every player, every coach, 
the ownership should all feel like they're on the hot seat in Cleveland. But Kevin Stefanski, Mr. Handsome, should be on the hot seat next season. I'm not saying they're going to fire him this offseason. You would, though. You'd fire him no. after this game. Well, if you lose to the Lions. right on the field, show him your pee-pee like Carlos Baerga, slap it a few times on a steel stool, and fire him. It would be really distracting while I'm trying to like explain. Kevin! You'll need to contact HR. You're fired. Turn in your key card. Anyway, I'm just saying, you can't, you can't lose this game to the Lions if you do. Uh, seriously. Kevin Stefanski should wear that and own it because then, number one, you're not winning the playoffs if you lose to this Lions team. You're winning the playoffs. You're not making the playoffs if this is where you are right now. I don't see how you're going to make the playoffs if you do that. Further, next year, look at what the Steelers just did, right? The Steelers, yes, crapped themselves against this Lions team. Lions played up. They played terrible with their backup quarterback. But this is a team that has been in transition. This is a team where everyone is saying, yeah, they're still probably going to need to switch. They're, they're going to have to figure out eventually what to do once Big Ben retires. They may have to move on from Mike Tomlin at some point soon. I don't know. But that is not where you think you are as the Browns. If you lose to this Lions team, Kevin Stefanski, I don't care what he does the rest of the season, starts out on the hot seat next year. And if it goes south early in the season, you fire him five games in. Like, because of something like that. They cannot lose this weekend. Your favorite guy, defensive coordinator Joe Woods responds to criticism this week because of course miles garrett came out after that game last week and said we didn't make any adjustments we didn't get we we didn't have a chance to win because the sideline could not make adjustments during the game Mm -hmm. here's what joe woods had to say when you play in a game like that and give up so many points you're just wondering what happened i don't want it to happen again but we've definitely made some adjustments and talked about things we could do better Mm -hmm. Uh, he was then asked if he wished that Miles Garrett kept his criticism behind closed doors. He said, that stuff doesn't really bother me. If there's anything that's on your mind and you want to come talk to me, the guys know I'm there. I talked to Miles coming off the field at halftime. We were walking in together, and he's like, what do you think? So we had a conversation going in. Again, if any player has questions, just come see me. So that is code for yes. <laughs> I do wish he kept it behind closed doors because I spoke to him and I asked him what he thought and he told me and then we went and I guess in his mind implemented those things. But if you did, you certainly didn't do them well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, why are we, I, I understand that they can't just ask this guy, how do you still have a job? But that's the only question you really should be asking at this point with him because he's, he's not a good defensive coordinator. That has been, that was proven last year. It has been reaffirmed this year. You have your star player basically saying, you gave me a hundred million dollars. Why is this guy like, he doesn't make adjustments. He didn't say fire him, but he went about as far as a player's going to go in the season by saying, we did not make adjustments on the sideline. We did not get put in a position to win. So who? I don't understand why anybody would defend this guy. I don't know why he is still there as defensive coordinator. I don't know why Stefanski didn't have the balls to say, sorry, that's it for you. That performance in New England was too bad. We're going to have to move on and figure out the defense for the rest of the year without you. I have no idea why that didn't occur. But it, if it doesn't occur this offseason, then... I almost feel like that's an indictment on Kevin Stefanski and 
it makes me question further why he's the head coach of this team if you don't see what everyone else sees. Bengals in Vegas, we'll talk about that. Plus, Ohio State has announced football ticket prices for next season. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of Route 104 eastbound at I-71. Traffic is stop and go in this area. Please be careful as they get things clear. And you'll also find that Route 315 southbound at Lane Avenue, an accident also causing delays. Please use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fixed phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Football Friday, brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota. It is Tool of the Week Friday as well. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Bengals and Raiders, 4 o'clock on Sunday in Vegas. This is must-win for both of these teams, because they're both ta- both taking a crap. The, yeah. ba- the Bengals are on a slide. The Raiders are on a slide. Here's what the Bengals need to do. Raiders lead the league this season in falling behind by double digits in the first half. They've done it five times. That's a hard hole to dig out of. The Bengals, however, have had some slow starts this year. We've seen them really hit their stride in the third quarter. They can't afford to do that on Sunday. You get a chance to go on the road and bury this team, and so they're thinking, for the sixth time, we got to come back from a double-digit deficit here? Put that doubt in their head. Yeah. Start strong. You need to. And also, I mean, this has been kind of a thing that's, I'm sure, on Bengals fans' minds. If you've been watching these games or paying attention to the numbers, Joe Burrow's interception rate creeping up there. At, at the time before the bye week, he was tied for the league lead with 11 picks. Picks? Ranked third in interceptions per attempt. So... He has to do a better job taking care of the football, right? I mean, you've you've got to not give this Vegas team a chance to feel good about themselves early in the game. You've got to, like you said, kind of put your foot on them early and get them out of their game plan. And then hope that as you get into the third and fourth quarter, you don't give them the chances to come back and you know do that at home if you give them the ball back more times than they should get it. Teddy, I got some news for you today, buddy. It's not good. Teddy's a big Cowboy fan. I saw Mari Cooper... Is on the COVID list. He will miss this weekend. He will also miss Thanksgiving. So that's that's yeah. two games for your guy. That's uh, bad luck for them because it's Thanksgiving week, as you mentioned. So yeah, that's two games you miss, and that's his former team. So you expect him to probably probably show up uh, Thursday and have a huge game against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, stinks. Who are the Cowboys playing this weekend? Chiefs. It's the game game of the week. Take it to the bank. 
Wow. <laughs> It'll be, I'll yeah. take it to the bank. It'll be very entertaining. I don't blame you for being, <laughs> listen, I don't blame you for being nervous about that game, Teddy, because, you know, the Chiefs clearly have not looked like themselves this year. They or did maybe, last week. Or, right. I'm saying maybe yeah. that, maybe that is who they are this year. Last week, though, gave you that peer into the other side of, well, maybe they're not as bad as we think. Maybe this isn't, you know, I saw, I think it was Ryan Clark was making the case on ESPN that like, you know, Pat Mahomes looked broken. Broken things do sometimes get fixed. Like it, it is possible that this is not just over for Pat Mahomes, which I don't think anyone truly thought it was. There's a chance that this Chiefs team is still what we thought they were at the beginning of the year and that they get back into that. Yeah, form. but to, to your point, I need to see it for more than a week. Well, that's why this is a huge game for the Chiefs in that regard to say, yeah, it's not just one week where whatever we showed up. Now we're going to show you against one of the best teams in the NFC. And for Dallas, obviously, it's huge for their mental side of things to say that Chiefs team that everyone wrote off, maybe they're going to come back, but not against us. We are definitely better than them. We've proven it all year, and we're going to prove it today, too. Ohio State announcing season ticket prices for next season for football, and ticket prices have are going down from what we originally thought they were going to be. Yeah, so the Ohio State announced in February the cheapest season tickets would be $710 per seat next year. Well, now they've released the ticket prices for next year, and it's actually cheaper than that. $559 per seat. So this would be zone six, which is primarily corner seats in C-deck. So you're up and you're in the ends, and it's not the best seat in the world. But that does not require an additional contribution to any type of university donation to get the tickets, right? So... While that money that does come from many of the ticket sales is used for like scholarships, things like that, you don't have to do that to get these tickets. Um, there's also tickets in zone five, which is seats in the north end zone, as well as C-deck seats outside the 20-yard lines. That requires a $100 per seat contribution to the Buckeye Club. Uh, but those have been reduced from $799 to $711. So, yeah, like, I mean, less than... Clearly less than $800 a seat. You've got options to buy in a what couple different a places. Yeah. There's a reason why they're doing this. There's two reasons why they're doing this. Reason number one is 76,000 people, yep. which is what you had for a game this year. And I understand that the last two home games, you've had over 100,000 people there, but clearly the demand isn't where they thought it was going to be when they originally set these ticket prices. The other thing that you have working for you next year, if you're Ohio State and gives you more flexibility, is you have eight home games next year. Right. As enough. opposed to the seven that you normally have. So you'll have an extra date to make up maybe some of the lost revenue that you had budgeted in there. Yeah, but I'm 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 thinking that to your point, there is just a lot of we don't want to see empty seats. We don't like the narrative. And good that, for them. That's smart. Yeah, they should I, be doing that. It, it it is. We've always said around here whenever we've talked about attendance at Ohio State, you know, it it could be that Ohio State we thought was kind of bulletproof on that from the standpoint of not being like some of these other schools where you see Bama, LSU. Big boy schools like that, when it's not their primary, when they're not playing Florida or Georgia or someone like that, suddenly there's half empty stands. And we said, well, that's not here at Ohio State. Well, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's pro sports. It's college sports. It's everywhere. So Ohio State, rather than saying, well, we're not going to admit defeat. We're going to just keep charging what we always have. They've lowered the prices some. I do think the biggest thing there is that that not having to make a donation to buy tickets is 
that does enhance this a bit for a lot of people, I'm quite sure, who said, I'd like to go to Ohio State games. I don't think I can quite foot the donation bill and the ticket prices. Right. Well, now maybe that puts you a little bit closer. It's official today, Bone. What's that? The Cleveland Guardians are a thing starting today. Yes. You go to the website. It's all Cleveland Guardians. They're selling merchandise, team shop. Evil Bald Colin was telling me that uh, the new sign they put up <laughs> at Progressive Field, the Guardian right. sign above the team shop, just fell down. Well, I saw that they had a picture of it on the ground before it was installed saying, here's the new sign. It's going up this morning. They're putting it up on the thing. And then like an hour or two later, there was a picture of it crashed onto the ground. Yes. God, can you imagine being the person in charge of all that? Not 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 the whole rebrand, just the guy who it's like, all right, you were contracted, you come out here with your, you know, whatever you're using to put all these bolts into the concrete to put that sign up, and then you get done, you're like, all right, this looks good, and then you walk away and it just collapses. Ugh. But if you want merch today, you can get it. Evil Bald Collins said he bought some. Well, I don't blame ready to go. Yeah. No, enjoy it. If, this if, is it. If you like it, if you like the, you know, new C or the the or, the G with the wings on it. Yeah, that's the the for the Guardians part, right? Based yeah. off the bridge. Go ahead. Look, man, I I understand there are Indians fans, or sorry, Guardians fans now who have strong feelings about that logo. Not even necessarily that the logo shouldn't be changed, just that this logo isn't it. They just feel like there could have been something different. The reality is, this will not probably be adjusted because it's not as big of a problem as some other logos have been, right? You've seen some teams who have said, all right, we screwed up, we apologize, we're walking it back. The Guardians had a chance to do that by saying, ah, there was a roller derby team, whoops-a-doozy, we screwed that up. They could have backed out of this and chosen something else. They're not going to. I, I think this is here to stay. And- no, it, it, they're not changing. This is it. And look, I understand, you know, it's not even that, Everyone who's opposed to this is racist. No one is saying that. There are some people that are. The ones that show up in red face paint and yeah, the confront w- Native Americans outside the ball game. That's, that's you pretty may clear. be a racist. Right. But for a lot of people, it's just the fatigue of change. And I get that. You know, Chief Wahoo goes away. For a lot of people, that was a big deal. That's a big change. Right? He goes away. Maybe you and I look at it and say, what's the big deal? It's a cartoon mascot that you never really had any success with anyway. But for some people, that's their entire identity with this team. They relate to that. That goes away. Then they have to hear rumors that the team is changing names. They do. This is all in very quick succession. And maybe just the act of change, even if they know that it was warranted, is fatiguing for them. And it's going to take them some time yeah, to get used to this. I'm, and I'm, I, I get that if you don't want to run out and get merchandise today. By no means am I saying that you're a bad fan of your team if you don't go out and get this new merchandise the first day it's offered or in the off season. It might take a few years for some people to either yeah, warm and, and up and to the okay. new logo or also there's probably a lot of people saying, but I still have you know gear that says Cleveland on it. I don't. I maybe there's people who say. I don't want to wear anything with Indians on it because that's not the name anymore. But a lot of this gear says Cleveland. The colors are exactly the same. Some of the fonts aren't even that far off from what they're doing now. Yeah. I, in my hat, I like it. I'm going to keep wearing that hat. I don't I don't blame anybody for doing that. I think at some point you would just see turnover naturally from people saying it's time to get some new gear. This is what they're going to have whenever you go to do that.
Big-time college football jobs are open. Who's going to take them? How much money is it going to take to get those guys? We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on I-71 northbound at East Broad Street. It is causing slowdowns in this area. And more delays expected on Route 104 westbound at I-71. An accident still blocking the right lane. Traffic is slow from Hall Road. Traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Start your holiday shopping at Meyer with 15% off select toys for everyone from brands like Lego, Barbie, Jurassic World, Disney Princess, and much more. You'll find great deals in the toys that will make this the best holiday season yet. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. See, I'm singing. And T-Bone has something very important to tell you. I do, that's right. ConnecticutColumbus.com has all the details. Tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., the final day you can take advantage of the pre-Black Friday savings at Connecticut. If you want to get the funk out of your water, Connecticut is what I use to do that. They have been a great company to work with. Their equipment has been flawless in the over a year I've had it in my house. But tomorrow, you can get an amazing deal on that. Here's what you do. You go to Connecticut's store. They're down in Canal Winchester, and you can get a Premier Series water softener. When you buy that tomorrow only, get a K5 drinking water station for free. Plus, there's all kinds of deals on four bags of salt, get one free, 25% off filters and accessories. You can even get your water inspected, all that stuff. But my, my point to you is this. If you've wanted to get the same system that I have in my house, the water softener, the drinking water station, tomorrow... Buy one, get one free on those two items. That's the deal. ConnecticutColumbus.com for more details and get the funk out of your water. College football jobs are open. The LSU job is open. Reports flying that LSU is offering Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley $96 million over eight years. Let him live. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, we talked to uh, Adam Rittenberg yesterday, and he said their number one target is Jimbo Fisher. But we heard from Jimbo this week, and again, he could be a liar and go back on his word, but he seemed pretty strong in his stance that he had no interest in going to LSU, or at least not enough interest to leave where he currently is, Texas A&M. We heard Lincoln Riley address it too, but he didn't really deny anything. He just said, I'm committed to Oklahoma, which is great, but you would think if you were really committed to Oklahoma, you would say, and I have no interest in that job at all. I will be here. He did not say that. Right. I mean, it, it could very well be that Jimbo Fisher is lying, but the reality is, let's look at those two situations. Jimbo Fisher is in the SEC and having some reasonable success. He thinks he's building that program at Texas A&M 
back to being a legit national title contender. He may be wrong. Well, he's, his recruiting cr- class is very good. That's what I'm saying. His recruiting classes give him reason to believe that's happening. To For him to go leave to go to LSU, that is basic. I don't want to say a lateral move, but it's close. You know, like, because you do have to build a little bit more with LSU. It's It's still, the ceiling at LSU is higher. Your floor is probably a little lower. But also, he's getting paid like he's at LSU already. Right. So, And if he really wants that money a little bit higher, he can go back to the A&M people and say, hey, you know, this LSU job is a little enticing, and they'll probably give him more money. But for Lincoln Riley, sure, he can get some money at Oklahoma, but it's going to be a few years before that school joins the SEC. He can go over there now and say, yeah, my inability to win a national championship is more Oklahoma's fault than my fault. I, I can prove that if I go to LSU. I don't think it's out of the question at all that Lincoln Riley takes that LSU job. 99% of the time, I am the, the person who says I never begrudge another person they're living, and if someone is offering to give you money, then that's on them, not on you for taking it. However, this arms race that we have with college football coaching salaries, there has to be a limit to this, right? I mean, you can't have these schools coming out and preaching amateurism and calling these guys kids, and all of a sudden you're turning around. You are going to see a $100 million man. You already have a $95 million man now well, in, in, in Mel Tucker, and Jimbo's making 95 too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. That's, he was the first one to really get to that. No, uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Jimbo's at $75 million. But either way, it's all guaranteed, and it's a lot. It might be a little less than $95 million, but all right, Regardless, the point these is, salaries are getting a touch out of control, are they well, not? Here's the thing. The, the the what's interesting to me is how this is now being done because now you are seeing multiple schools where this humongous increase is just a rich booster coming in and saying yeah no problem I've got that I want this coach I want to make it happen we want to keep him here we want to lure him here whatever well who are they going to go to when they need to buy that coach out same guy or same set of people right and then those people will say all right I gave you 70 million to make up the difference between what you wanted to pay versus what you're going to pay. And now you're asking me for 10 million to buy this guy out after perhaps one of these coaches don't work out. Now you want me to foot another 60 to get the next? No, I'm not doing that. That is the possible reality here, Mike. The other side of that is maybe it doesn't stop. Like let's go to the NBA for a second and not talk about coaching salaries, but remember when like the three point shooting started to be absurd where teams were saying, we're just going to shoot it from 40 feet like 100 times a game, and that's going to be more efficient than getting two centers on the roster. We don't care. Our center's going to be 6'9". Like that, at first, it was like, that's absurd. No one's ever going to adopt that. Then everyone adopted it for a while. Now you're starting to see teams go back to, hey, wait, actually, we can shoot mid-range jumpers. We can, like. There are cycles, is what I'm saying, with trends. So you may see this crazy hump go even higher in college football salaries. Eventually, there will be teams and schools that get bit in the ass by this. They get completely upside down, and then they're going to say, okay, no more of that for 10 years or five years or some limit. We're not going to tax our boosters like this. It's It's unsustainable. There will still be some, but look, the Warriors in the NBA still exist. They shoot threes like crazy. There will be schools that still pay $100 million plus for a head coach. No, I just don't I get think it. it's not going to be everywhere 
permanently. It might be everywhere for a little bit. I think there's a difference, too. We, we made the jokes forever about, all oh, this high-profile booster, they have influence, and there's a difference between someone having influence and someone just paying the bills. Yes. Right? I mean, there's, yes. there's a difference there where you've got two guys, two huge boosters, paying a coach, bringing a coach in, almost independent of the school. Right. That's weird. Remember we were talking about Nick Saban, and I, I, I have no idea. Perhaps at Alabama, they've been doing this for Nick Saban all these years. I don't know. But I know that the stories we used to see about Nick Saban were his house is completely paid for house. by boosters. That's they, right. They paid for his, again, I'm sure he doesn't live in like a duplex. <laughs> he's He's got a place that's probably worth 5 or $10 million is my guess. Probably a really nice place to live. But that's still not what we're talking about here, where they're probably, I'm guessing, Michigan State probably said for seven years, we're willing to pay $5 million a year. That's a lot of money at Michigan State. That's $35 million. They're paying ninety five. That's $60 million, is if, if that's a rough estimate, but if that's anywhere close to true, two guys footing the bill for $60 million. Are all the schools just going to have that? Maybe once they will. I don't think they're going to have it year how quickly do they turn over these coaches the other part of that may be yeah we can't right. we can't afford to fire mel tucker even if he has three seasons where he's terrible because our boosters are now tapped out so we'll see this correct itself eventually but right now you're right it is it is actually absolutely absurd it is time for nfl picks if you think you can beat us well then it's time to play 614-821-9710 is the phone number if you beat the both of us you get a prize Big prize. Sure, it's a great prize. It's the pizza. Pizza, pizza. You get a four-pack medium one-topping pizzas. I should say that better. Four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. NFL picks are next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find the I-71 ramps to eastbound 670. Those are blocked for Vice President Harris's motorcade heading to John Glenn Airport. Factor that into your travel plans this afternoon. Traffic report is sponsored by the Home Loan Expert. What would you do with an extra $350 every month? Maybe buy a car or start paying down the credit cards. Apply for your easy refinance today at thehomeloanexpert.com, the Home Loan Expert LLC, NMLS number 1326241. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey. 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 Hey, join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Stop by after the game for live bands and more. Bring cash. Bring cash. And you know what the more is? More cash? Naked Platinum Fox. Oh. Yes. There you go. He's going to do a naked dance for everybody at the tailgate. 
You think I'm lying, but he's going to be half in the bag. Is that a sales point that we're doing here? Like we're trying to get people to go, or are we trying to scare them away from going? Uh, You're right. Uh, uh. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by TNT Equipment, Pepsi Zero, Capital City Concrete, and Corona. See you tomorrow. It's time for picks. Common Man and T-Bone's NFL Picks. Sponsored by Chattanooga Whiskey. Now available at your favorite Columbus retail store. Drink Chattanooga Whiskey. Enjoy responsibly. Our guy this week is Jeff. If he beats the both of us, he gets a four-pack, four medium, one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. Jeff, are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, game number one, Colts at the Bills. I will take the Bills at home. Bills Mafia all the way. I'll take the Bills. Baltimore Ravens at the Bears. Khalil Mack is dead. He's out for the season. It doesn't matter. Give me the Ravens on the road. I want the Bears to win, but I'm picking Baltimore. I'll take the Bears. Winless Detroit Lions. Yes, they did tie last week. They will have Tim Boyle as their starting quarterback at the Brownies. Of course, give me the Browns at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Browns better win for my mental sanity. Yes, Browns win. <laughs> Browns. Houston Texans on the road at Tennessee. Tennessee wins again. Yeah, they better. That's that's all in Nashville all the time. Give me Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, Packers on the road at Minnesota. I don't know why. I feel like this one is ripe for an upset. Give me the purples at home. Yeah, hope you're right, but I think Green Bay gets it done on the road. Packers. Dolphins at the Jets. Drink poison. Give me the Dolphins on the road. Or gamble on the game, and it's way more interesting. I've got Miami on the road. Miami. Saints on the road at Philadelphia. Eagles have looked surprisingly good the last couple weeks. I will take them at home. Yeah, I still don't know what to make of New Orleans, and their quarterback situation sucks, so give me Philly at home. New Orleans. Washington football team on the road at Carolina. This is Cam Newton's return. He will start in this game for the Panthers. I will take Tyler Heineke. On the road. Do I think Cam Newton's going to be Cam Newton the whole rest of the year? No. Do I think that he could have a really good game tomorrow or Sunday? Yes. I'm going to take Carolina at home. Carolina. Did I say Taylor Heineke or Tyler Heineke? You said Taylor. Well, who cares? What's the difference? Yeah, it doesn't matter. San Francisco coming off their big victory on the road at Jacksonville. Listen to me. Listen to me. I got a feeling about this one. Uh-oh. It, may, it may be diarrhea or it could be... That the Jags win. I'm picking the Jags. All right. I'm going San Fran on the road. San Francisco. Uh, Bungles on the road in Vegas. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati, too. Raiders. Panama, Ted's Dallas Cowboys. No Amari Cooper on the road at Kansas City. You know what, Ted? How about those Cowboys on the road? I'll take them. You know what, Ted? How about those Chiefs? I'm going to take Kansas City at home. <laughs> Dallas. Arizona's on the road at Seattle. Seahawks shut out last week. Kyler Murray expected to be back for this one. Give me the Cardinals on the road. I'm going to go off the board here and say Seattle wins at home. I don't feel it really, but let's go with it. Cardinals. Sunday night football. The Stillers are at the Chargers. Give me the Bolts at home. I'm going Chargers too. Pittsburgh. Monday Night Football, hey, the Giants are on national television. The New York Football Giants at Tampa Bay. 
Give me the Bucks at home. I will take Tampa as well. Tampa Bay. Give me a point total for that one, Jeff. Uh, give me 32. 32. I wrote down Boner. 52. So, all right, a little difference there. You may be very right. Here's my question for you. Sunday night football, mm-hmm. Steelers at the Chargers. At? The Chargers have had some luck with getting some new fans in that place, but these are the Steelers. Oh, yeah. They have fans all over the country, over under 70% Steeler fans. Over. I, I think it's so, too. It's going to be very big Steelers crowd there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to see what they want to see, but... Yes, there will be a lot of them in attendance. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that eastbound 670 between Route 315 and 270 and Route 315 southbound between Lane Avenue and 670. Those are closed for Vice President Harris's motorcade. Factor that into your travel plans. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local, sta- local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Offer ends on the first. Visit staples.com slash services slash printing for details. Staples Connect. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week. Friday, send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Hey, hey, you told me that you woke up early this morning. You got the whole family up. Sure did. Because you wanted to see the lunar eclipse. Now, I know that Jason Stark, our baseball guy, craps on lunar eclipses. He doesn't get nearly as worked up about those as he does the solar eclipses. Dude, the dude will drive. He's done this. You think we're kidding? He lives in Philadelphia. He drove all the way to Oregon to see the solar eclipse. He wanted to be in the path. He wanted 100% coverage with his family. He was so excited about solar eclipse. I brought up a lunar eclipse to him. It was like I punched his kid in the face. <laughs> yeah, he, he did was, not care. He didn't care at all about that. And, and so here's what happened. I think like a couple weeks ago, we may have briefly mentioned this, the beaver moon lunar eclipse oh, that's what this moon. was as you know when it's full beaver moon you 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 take advantage you got to get out there and see it you Absolutely. don't want to just miss that you get the whole family around to look at you it. know what beaver moon sounds like what does it sound like wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh yeah sure that's like beaver stadium of course yeah do you like that no wow, um, wow, wow, wow. no i hate it anyway uh this this lunar eclipse was last night it's the longest eclipse of its kind that we've been able to see from Earth in 580 years. That's impressive. I think that's pretty amazing. They're saying we won't see another one of these for a very long time. So, yeah, we got up at, I don't know, 3.30, went out in the driveway, 
looked at the thing because it was, you know, over the house. And I will say this. I, I was prepared to be underwhelmed. But when we looked up at it, you know, you see the little sliver of the moon that's like a crescent moon when you get that. Mm-hmm. You could see that because it wasn't fully eclipsed yet. It was partially where the, the earth is blocking the light from the sun. So it puts this weird shadow on the moon. But then there was a redness to the moon that made it almost look like if Mars was really close. That's what it felt like. It was like Mars had suddenly scooted real close to the earth and we were getting a nicer look at that. Maybe That's, it is. No, it it definitely is not. It was definitely the moon. And I tried to take a photo with my uh, cell phone. Guess what doesn't do well? Uh, like telescopes, they're made for stuff like that. Your cell phone, not really made to take photos of stars, the moon, not great. So I didn't get a good There's photo. There's a reason for that. What, what's the Because the government doesn't want you taking pictures oh. of UFOs. Of the full beaver moon? No, they don't care about the full beaver oh, moon. Oh, okay. Just UFO. That's what I've been told oh, UFOs, by people. Because that, I've it. said, I've said, we have more technology than ever, right? We have phones on our person all the time, mm-hmm. every day. And yet no one has gotten a picture of Bigfoot and no one is getting UFO pictures or alien pictures. And I've been told by people that's on purpose. Oh, because, because the government doesn't want us taking those photos. It's almost, I mean, by then that logic, though, wouldn't there have to be a database somewhere where there's like hundreds of photos that have been on people's phones and they've been wiped and somehow they got them off the phone and saved them to be like, oh, we're going to keep them over here. So I don't know. But I've been told, I've been told by a, okay, they were serious when they told me that. Yeah. It's like, well, there's a reason for that. The government doesn't want it. <laughs> okay. Have you, have you seen how bad the government is at doing anything well, it actually wants to that's do? That's what I try and tell I people. <laughs> like, there's no grand conspiracy because these people can't put two feet in front of each other. But then I'm also told that's on purpose. The, yes, they act the, stupid on purpose so that you won't think uh, that they're doing these other so nefarious things. When I go to the DMV and it takes an hour to get a They're sticker, doing that on purpose. That's to keep me from figuring out the earth is flat? Yes, those are all actors there. And it's all chemtrails when I see those little lines coming off of airplanes? That's just them poisoning the air? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. That's that's a lot of lifting to get there. I gotta tell you, it makes some good pretzels in just that submit brain. to it, my friend. <laughs> that's, that's submit right. to the stupidity. Rundown, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger commitment. Best cars. Best people. Peace of mind. Buckeyes getting ready for Sparty tomorrow. Noon kick, of course. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. This is a huge game. Battle of two top ten teams. You need this for the playoffs. You need this for the conference, really. You lose this game, you're in trouble. Michigan State's going to come in here, and they're going to try and run the football. They're going to try and keep the Buckeye offense off the field because they want to keep the Buckeye offense off the field because they're good and because their defense is not very good. If you look at what Michigan State has done on defense, it's not great. They're giving up 450 yards of total offense every single game. Even the Buckeye defense, which has had some struggles this season, you know that and I know that, they've given up 80, 85 yards less on average than Michigan State's defense. They want to come in here, control the football, not make mistakes, And make the Buckeyes make mistakes. And if they go out there, we've seen this too. And the Buckeyes are 
pre-snap penalty, Orama, and it's 8-12 to 12 flags, and they're not converting in the red zone and turning the football over. This isn't just, oh, it's closer than we think, but the Buckeyes win. You will lose this game if you beat yourself. Yeah, I think the difference uh, in this team, like Michigan State and Penn State and Michigan, the, these level of teams that you're playing now, do they have the talent for four quarters if Ohio State plays the game it's capable of? Not even its best game. Just a, a really good, solid performance with limited mistakes. Those teams are not good enough to hang with Ohio State, to beat Ohio State in a four-quarter game in that way. But if Ohio State continually gives them opportunities, doesn't get off the field on third down, lets them have some some big plays on offense, and then on defense they're able to generate some turnovers from this Buckeye offense, yeah, that's that's where the upset can occur is if you're just giving them more and more opportunities. I do think this offense gets for Michigan State a little bit undersold as far as it's Kenneth Walker the third, he's the running back, he's gonna be the guy. Yeah, he's the Heisman candidate and he's great. It's very, very big job tomorrow for everyone involved to stop him. But they do have weapons outside who can also make you pay. Jaden Reed, I think, is like third or fourth in the country in plays over thirty yards this season. So they can do some things if you give them a chance. But the reality is this, this Buckeye offense against just about every other defense in the country. I don't know about Georgia necessarily, but about everybody else's, they should be able to get you four to six touchdowns a game without question. So my question to you, Mike is, do you think Sparty can generate five or six touchdowns and beat the Buckeyes tomorrow? My not, answer is not no. without the Buckeyes beating themselves. Yes. I'm saying if, if both teams play a good solid football game, with a few, with very few mistakes, Ohio State wins this game. All right, give me a score. I'm actually going to go higher than I would have expected. I'm going to go like 42 to 28. I think there will be a lot, a decent amount of points on the field tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go low. I'm going to go 27 to 17. Mm, Ten point right. football game. Buckeyes, by the way, if you care about these things, favored by 19 points. Buckeye Hoops lose to Xavier last night. Uh, wasn't a good start, slow start. They battled their way back in the second half. Just not good enough. They didn't hit enough shots. EJ wasn't good enough early on in the game. You were playing in a tough environment. I was I was watching this game with my wife last night, and you know she made the what I thought was a joke, but she didn't realize it. Where she said, "It's like these guys haven't played in front of a crowd before." Right, well, yeah, it is. Some of them haven't. Look, they, they played games at the shot, breaking news. You're the home team, and you've got Cat Fancy and Niddle Needing Lady there. I mean, that place can get loud at times, but not like the atmosphere you had last night. For a lot of those guys on the court last night, that was their first experience with something like that. Yeah, it, it was, and that was a great atmosphere for Xavier. Good for them. They brought it, as they should. Look, I, I think that this team, it has been talked about how they have a lot of games played and certainly you know ej and kyle young they have played a lot of games they are the two main i think focal points for what this team's going to do offensively defensively if those guys are in the game and engaged on both ends that's good for ohio state and they were largely other you know ej had a little bit of a slow start but he was doing great on defense those two were in this game Question is going to be who's going to also be there. And last night, Michi Johnson started to show up. Started to not that he had been bad last year, but you know he looked more like a freshman. This was a game where he needed they needed someone to assert themselves. Michi did that, 
and I thought made some really great plays down the stretch. Had a couple at the rim that he'd like to have back. Malachi Branham had a couple at the rim he'd like to have back. But the reality is those two guys, Michi and Malachi, their development is going to be what gets the Buckeyes either to be a really good team, a top 10 type of team, or if they're not quite as developed as we'd like them to be, it's going to take some time for them to grow into those roles. But one last thing we didn't hit on before that I will say now, Jamari Wheeler, I wasn't as impressed with him on defense and I haven't been as far as I thought I would be, but he's not known for his offense. Last night he hit some absolutely crucial three pointers down the stretch. If that continues, that's great because you need him on the floor for his defense. So if he can be the guy that teams have to go after and stop on the three point line, then you're going to have more guys open, and that opens a lot of things up for Ohio State. Jackets beat Arizona in a shootout last night. Every time I thought the Jackets had the game, the Coyotes scored. It was back and forth. You went to the shootout, had three do-or-die moments in the shootout. Jackets prevail. They get the two points against an admittedly bad team, but who the hell cares? You got it. Uh, Boone Jenner, two more goals last night. Let him live. Thought he had a hat trick. Turned out he didn't. Yeah. Turned out they took one away from him. But so that's fine. It, the other thing was Chinikov, man. Again, finding the goal in over or finding the you know the shootout, shootout. winner. Yeah. But did you see his little celebration again? Yeah. Spinning the stick, baby. Let him live. Do it every time you score, man. I love it. That's great. I love the confidence. Jackets in Vegas tomorrow night. Brownies hosting the Lions on Sunday. Tim Boyle will get the start for the Lions. Tim Boyle. Who is that? Well, he's a bad backup quarterback who's really never done anything in this league. And the Browns have been disappointing, but they should have no problems with the Lions. I'm jinxing them. I know this. (laughs) Nick Chubb is back this week. Yeah, let's let's hope that this Browns offense looks the way it should. I, I want to see them hand the football off early and often, get Nick Chubb going. Yeah, but the reality is there would be no good excuse for losing to this Lions team. So let's not make any excuses for them. Get the job done or else we all just, I don't know, we'll be very distraught Monday and we'll probably say everyone should be fired. And it's official today. The Cleveland Guardians are a thing. Website says Guardians. Team shop is open. You can buy your Guardians merch if that's your thing. Uh, one thing that wasn't very good today is that they put up the, the new sign for the team shop at Progressive Field. The mm. new Guardians sign. And as uh, soon as they hung it up, it was up for like an hour, and then it promptly fell to the ground. The Rundown. The Rundown. This whole thing with Antonio Brown and his fakes, fake vaccination card could be a thing. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for heavy delays on Route 315 southbound between North Broadway and Lane Avenue. Traffic is stop and go in that area. You'll also find some heavy stopping of traffic on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. Plan on some heavy delays there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has innovative tools for small business and tech so you can work or learn from anywhere. Right now, save up to $50 on select Apple AirPods. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Ends on the 20th limit, too. While supplies last, Staples Connect, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Tomorrow... We will not have Common Man and T-Bone Weekend on the air because we have Buckeye programming. But if you want Common Man and T-Bone Weekend, the only place to get it is the podcast feed. Go to wherever you get your podcast, search Common Man and T-Bone, you'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe, and every single show comes right to your device, including the podcast-exclusive weekend show. Yeah. What time are you dropping that tomorrow, Teddy? What time is that fly into your feed? When you wake up in the morning, it will be there. Look How do you that. know what time people wake up? What does that mean? Well, what time is morning? I could be different for everybody else. Okay, well, it'll is be two there. Two o'clock Trust in the morning? Me. Will it be there? It'll be there. <laughs> yes, yeah. it'll but be he's there. He's saying it'll be there probably right after midnight. That's my guess. What if you stay up late? Will it be there if you stay up late? If you stay up late, it could be there, yes. Right. That means you're in technically staying awake into the morning, and then we're into a whole other topic, so let's just leave it. All right, anyway. Antonio Brown, fake vaccine card. This story broke yesterday when we were on the air. I guess his person, former personal chef, his name is Steven Ruiz, was talking to the Tampa Bay Times. And he shared a screenshot of a text message sent by AB's girlfriend, Sydney Morneau, asking for a forged Johnson & Johnson card. The text read, can you get the COVID cards? And... Talked about AB paying $500 for the fake vaccine card. Right. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are saying this is not a story. They did their homework. They have no reason to think that Antonio Brown is not vaccinated. He says, I'm vaccinated. I'll get a booster shot on live TV if I have to prove it to you. I don't know what that proves because it's not like if you get a booster shot on TV, you just explode if you don't have previous <laughs> vaccination in your body. Yeah, I mean, there there isn't, I guess, there. it's weird because there's, there's not a way to prove a negative. I guess you could take, uh, this is not something that uh, you or I could do, but if, if you're his employer and you're required to have this, couldn't, I mean... Couldn't they at least get the card and see they, there's got to be some record somewhere where they could cross reference and say, we have it as he was here on this day to get this done. Yes, can well, the, you the, league is, the league is going to do that now. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are saying this is not an issue. We have no reason to believe that it was a fake card. But now the league is going to look into it. The other little hiccup in this, Adam Beasley, who works for the Pro Football Network, used to work at the Miami Herald, claims that these rumors have persisted for weeks that AB is fake vaccinated. And he says Antonio Brown offered his fake vaccination card hookup to others around the league. Now, mm. if it turns out that's real, then this is a huge problem. It's a, yeah. 
Right? Not only that you just you, you you forged something because you didn't want to get the shot, you didn't want to wear a mask, so here's my little fake thing. If you're trying to get other people to break the rules, the NFL rules, then I assume the league would not look kindly on that, especially for a guy who has a history breaking NFL rules. Let's let's be clear, right? I mean, you can have your thoughts on what you think about the vaccination card, having one, not having one, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. I think we've been pretty clear on uh, all whatever, that. man, but this is part but, of this business yes, here. Yes, yes. But also, the, the, the argument becomes, if you're trying to circumvent the rules for the system you live in, like, let, there's also no secret here that there's a lot of uh, disagreement within the NFL on marijuana use, or, or drug use we could even go to, right? Where some players believe marijuana use helps them, helps with recovery, and they are proponents of using it privately, if not publicly. But the league does has had, over the years, rules that prohibit you from using it. You know, usually it's one drug test a year, you get through that, it's early in the spring, and then you're good for the rest of the year. That's usually how it goes. All I'm saying is, if you found out that someone was helping facilitate fake tests for guys to get around that system, even if you agree that marijuana use should be allowed or that there's no reason to ban it or whatever your thought is. It's not about your personal feeling on whether it's right or wrong to have that rule. It's that now you have someone, if that story's true, that he was hooking other people up with this person to get a fake card that was apparently good enough to fool the NFL and Tampa Bay Buccaneers and everybody else, then that is a bigger story. Well, there's, there's, there's more to this. So the personal chef said, former personal chef, Mm -hmm. he didn't get him this card. He asked, or his girlfriend asked him, Yes, and he said he wasn't comfortable and didn't get him the card. He says he got one from another player who was selling them, (laughs) but declined to name the player. Now, all right, so far what we have here, and again, you know, it could all be true, but we have this former personal chef, maybe AB owes him money because he owes everybody money. Right. Right? You come paint Whoa, AB's house, he doesn't pay you. That's that's reality. So maybe he owes the chef money and the chef is out to get him. I, I don't know. But all we have here is a screenshot of him and the girlfriend having conversations. We don't know what that is. Well, if you're, if it lets, this is not a court case, but if it were, like a lawyer would instantly jump on, you have a screenshot of him asking about something. Even if he bought a fake vaccine card, that does not prove that's what he gave to the NFL. But we, he, he may have even bought it. That he may he, have bought it and changed his mind. He was texting with that woman. Could be somebody else that he just changed the name on the phone. Well, right. You can it, manufacture the screenshot. To, there would have to be a much bigger investigation to all of that. The point being here that even if it got proven that this this Stephen Ruiz, the personal shelf and chef, was telling the truth, like AB is going to say. Hey, yeah, maybe I did ask about it, but then I had a change of heart. I went and got the shot. If you find that if if you find that he bought the card, he could say, "Yeah, I bought it because I was thinking about doing that." I ultimately changed my mind, and no, I never told anybody else to do this. And I, I don't have that card. I threw it away. The one you have is the real one, and you can go check it with anyone you want to. It's real. I got my shots, and I'm gonna go get the booster next. I'll do all what you want, like. You can come witness me get the booster if that's what you need. Yeah, but here's what I don't understand. So this guy, the the former personal chef, he goes public with this. He shares the screenshot, says, AB made me uncomfortable. I don't like this. I don't want any part of it. And then he said, yeah, he wound up buying one from a player. Well, do you know who the player is? Yes, but I don't want to name him. Well, why not? 
You've gone this far. Right, what are we doing here? You're, 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 you're talking in the newspaper. You've gone in the newspaper and stirred up a hornet's nest and put your name on everything. And now you're going to say like, oh, so can you complete this story that you've just given us? No, no I, I don't want to say do that, that part. So I don't get it. it. It definitely does cast a little bit of doubt on what he's saying. It, again, even if all that is proven true, AB's point probably is, yeah, I might have asked about it, but that doesn't prove I didn't take it. I did get it. And there's my vaccine card. And that's real. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that 670 eastbound between Route 315 and 270. That is closed. And 71 north and southbound at 670 also closed. This is for Vice President Harris's motorcade. Watch out for heavy slowdowns in these areas. Starving Report is sponsored by Meyer. Start your holiday shopping at Meyer. With 15% off select toys for everyone from brands like Lego, Barbie, Jurassic World, Disney Princess, and much more. You'll find great deals on the toys that will make this the best holiday season yet. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present... Of the week. Sponsored by the Lions Den. The best tool this week, it's a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Are you ready? I am ready. Bub says his tool of the week is the person who picks the music for the Blue Jackets home games. It sounded like we were in a late 2010s rave robot dance party on drugs. This is a hockey game. It should be ACDC, Metallica, and mostly heavy metal, except for the hockey song and anthem. They should also do heavy metal anthem. I agree with that. Uh, Casey says the NHL official that took away Boone Jenner's hat trick. Big win, though, against a taxidermied Yotes team. That's right. Yes, indeed. Uh, Heike Mikey says, my guys. Timing up that disc. My tool of the week is Matt Nagy for saying where we're at in every presser. If Jim Harbaugh gets the Bears head coaching job, I wonder if he'll know where we're at. Well, if he if he gets... Oh, please. If I have to deal with Jim Harbaugh as my head coach, I'm pouring bleach in my eyes. Yeah, you're probably going to lose your mind. Our gal Angela says, my guys... Would you like to touch my monkey? My tool of the week is the life insurance salesman trying to sell my late father insurance. She says, a little late. Mm. He ignored the sign on our door saying, please do not knock. Proceeded to piss off the dog and wake my baby who finally fell asleep. Wake the baby straight to jail. Yeah, you, you can't. Come on. Like, if there's a sign that says do not knock, then then don't do it. Lord Fartbox says, my guys. Oh. My tool of the week is the one of my three current college roommates who cooks steak on the stove in our small apartment. The beef smell clings to the clothes I wear that day, which means I go to class smelling like beef. He also doesn't like audio slaves, so he can go to hell. Well, he can go to hell. You got to have a vent. 
Gotta yeah. have a strong vent if you're gonna cook steak Tell in the you, kitchen. Man, that that is we had a house once where we bought the house and didn't realize the vent went nowhere. The vent just vented out of the top of the hood over the oven. Scam. And so Scam we were like, vent. well, what? So yeah, then the first time I cooked steak, we found out and I said, well, that that sucks. I had to open a window every time we cooked. It's Yeah, no good. Ken says, my guys. Oh, fuck, man, listen to me. My tool of the week is Platinum Fox. I can't believe he can't find a t-shirt company this close to Christmas. Hashtag lost sales. Yes, we're not selling shirts. Hashtag uh, Bosa Shrug. I have no I have no good answer for you. Uh, Spencer says, my guys. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tool of the week is Common Man, who gets butthurt every time someone does a dueling impression of his, and then he does a whole segment of T-Bones Wisconsinite. Bones impressions are worse than his analogies, but follow your own rule. Hashtag just take it. Oh, I, I, first, will, I will I, just take it. At first, I liked that, but then, oh, I got some flack on the back end. I wasn't expecting there. I thought I was going to be free and clear, you know. I'm just, I'm just taking it. Uh, Paul says, my guy. <laughs> my tool of the week is my office for putting in new urinal pads. Now, no matter where I'm at, it splashes all over. Rain jackets and galoshes now required. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, Paul. I wonder. Um, I don't. I, I don't want to know the answer. I'm just. I wonder what goes into making the change. Like, was someone sitting there going, "These urinal pads, we got to do better." And then there's a guy's like, "Did you say urinal pads? Have I got a deal for you?" And then he's like, "Really? Do they work great?" And he's like, "They're the best." And they're like, "All right, we're buying all new ones. Can't wait." Jared says, my guy. Tell him about it, Jojo. My tool of the week is T-Bone for his chicken sandwich revelation. He has revelation in quotes. It's basically slathering their chicken nuggets in a sweet and sour, which is why it's a dipping sauce with chicken at many places. So he was not impressed no, with, I, I with your getting the Burger King chicken sandwich I mean, plain, putting be, sweet and sour sauce on it. To be clear, it. I'm not saying it was the smartest revelation in the world. I'm just saying I had never done it. And I don't know, you're right. I don't know why I didn't do that when I was first introduced to that sandwich. Why didn't I instantly say, give me some sauce packets, let's dump it on the chicken. But it never occurred to me until now, at almost 40 years old, I finally decided to do that, and it was great. Lori says, my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. My tool of the week is my son, Andrew. His strange and curious obsession with you two dingle nuts resulted in a what's in the bag gift. <laughs> she says, compilation of gifts from all the random places you guys endorse for his birthday today. Wow. So, hey, happy birthday, Andrew. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoy the show. What's in the bag? And you know what? You got a cool mom because she used the word dingle nuts. Dingle nuts is an underrated we need to bring that one into uh, into play a little bit more. Carlos Bayerga's pecker stool says, "My tool is my dog." Because- <laughs> that's, that's a great. That's my a tool job. is my dog because I swear he walks into my home office just to fart while I'm on a conference call. <laughs> Good job, pecker stool. Have you ever, Mike? Because you're not around a lot of dogs. Have you ever seen a dog fart? Do you know what? Do you know yeah, what it does? Maybe. Yes. Well, okay. Because at least every dog I've ever owned, when they fart. It's as if someone shot a gun behind them, and they're just like, what? What was that? Whoa, what was that? And it's like, it was you. It's like, that was you, idiot. Was your that ace. was your butt that did that. And now it stinks to high heaven. Black Sasquatch says, my tool of the week is the government for not letting me share my Bigfoot and alien photos. Well, there you go. Asphalt Soldier says, my guys. <laughs> 
coming up. Timely. <laughs> he wanted sexual harassment panda. He's not getting it. Mm-hmm. My tool of the week is the guy at my work who's called off 54 times this year and knows he won't ever get fired because boss got money from Uncle Sam last year and he can't let anybody go for three years. You know what? That guy is taking advantage of a thing, and that's probably wrong. But you're, it's also going to stick up for the guy? No, 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 it's a little smart. I mean, he figured out how to game the system. I pick a winner. Uh, I got to go with uh, who was the guy that said his dog walked in his office and farted? What was that guy's name again? Carlos Baerga's Peckerstool. That's who I'm voting for. Carlos Baerga's Peckerstool is my winner. Congratulations, Peckerstool. He gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. The song of the day is from a band called Stone Gods. Have you heard of Stone Gods before? Can't say I have. Have you heard of The Darkness before? Yes. Well, the lead singer of The Darkness was so strung out on drugs, he had to leave. So the rest of the band said, let's keep going with a different vocalist. That's what Stone Gods is. All right. So this song is called Where You Coming From, from their only album, 2008. I dig it. And if you like the darkness and things that sound like ACDC, I think you'll like the song and the album. Check it out. Here's what I like about that. I mean, I like, I dig the whole sound. But now my world on these songs revolves around what is Leanna Ray going to say about your oh, I'm selection? I'm sure she'll hate it. Well, she's probably mad because you picked a band that's not from the 90s. And last week you went with an 80s band. Well, yesterday and, I went with an 80s band. Or yesterday, band. yesterday. Yeah, sorry. My days are running together. But you've now picked a band from not the 90s that does have a very 90s vibe to it. All so, right. I can't win then. I'm sorry, <laughs> Leanne. It's not the Sponge Daddies, just a band from the 80s that had one hit that I never heard of before. <laughs> she's on vacation next week. I heard. And she's been short-timing it today, too, because she's not bringing her A-game. You don't think so? No. She's I short-timing she's, I think it. she's been doing fine. No, she sucks today. By the way, I found a picture of uh, Tanya's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And not from I, Leanna. She just no, took no, a picture no, of their I, box. I, just, I saw it, and here's the thing. Tanya's Pizza in Detroit. I still didn't. I, I just see a. You open the box and there's another box of dough on top of the pizza. Like it's just. Well, it's stuffed it's, pizza. It's covered in dough. Right. So yeah. I have no idea if it's. I don't know what it looks like. I'm sure it's delicious. It's like a disc of dough. All right. I'm sure it's good. Mm-hmm. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. I've checked out at this point. Watch out for an accident on I-71 South End after North Broadway. Traffic is slow in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. Please be cautious over here in the meantime. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 Northbound between 670 and North Broadway. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fixed phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles in most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Man bone. Two-hour Friday coming up tonight. Antonio Pittman's going to be with us. So looking forward to that. Can you handle it? Yes, uh, now I can, since I have a co-host. But two hours is going to be tough. I'll probably check out at about 7.05, let Bodie and Antonio bring it home. I'm just going to play Papa Shot for the rest of the way. You and I had some good games today. We did. Good how games. Many, how many games do you guys typically play? Well, I we, always, we didn't have a ton of time six, today. Six, maybe. Like okay. shorties. Six shorties. What, what kind of... You were talking just with Papa Shot, or is that including yeah, ping pong? Or Papa Shot, we, we have played, like a five-minute game that goes three levels. We do, at the beam, we stand at the Brandon... Then there's Rip, which no, is the no mid-range. One, no, no one knows what you're talking about. Yes, they do. No, they don't. And then there's the deep ball. Three levels. <laughs> you're saying you start close, mid-range, and a, a three We've pointer. renamed the, the mid-range the Rip. The Rip. Rip okay. Hamilton. Yeah. Good. The masked nice. man. No, I know all about Rip you Hamilton. You know Rip. My guy. Yeah. Great player. Not in today's NBA. No, in today's, right. it's back. It's coming back. Oh, it oh, is. It's back. Mid-range, mid-range is back now? Mid-range. It's, it's mid-range. Back. Mid-range city, baby. We're all shooting mid-range jumpers now. Right, I got to check back. it out. <laughs> no, you're not. No, no you're not. <laughs> There's no chance you're, cha- you're checking Mike, it out. Mike, just sitting at home watching the Pacers and the Kings. I walked out Do there it. at, uh, what was it, 4.30? You were having some chicken nuggets out there? Mm-hmm. Mm. Thanks yeah. for offering. <laughs> what uh what where what size do you go are you are you a six or are you a 10 piece six okay I'm 12 speaking, oh, oh 12 the All max right. whatever the largest quantity is mm. at said place that's what i'm getting that's what i like to so hear. 20 i guess well, there's, McDonald's. There's, there's a couple different levels of fast food eater there's tim he thinks he's something right he's like yeah max give me as many oh, as you can stop. and then yeah. there's guys like me and you bone where chicken nuggets max are a side yeah. to whatever other fat-ass meal that we've ordered. I, I mean, this is no, I this is no joke. I have been doing that. I just I went a little bit lighter today because I wasn't as hungry, but I was getting a full meal. What and was your dipping sauce? Barbecue. All right, good call. I was doing a full meal and then an 8- or 12-piece nugget on the, top of that this is, this for is, more protein. This is, for many, many years, this is a meal that I have eaten in shame. I don't bring it in here because Why? Why do you bring it in here? You just eat it in your car the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to have some self-awareness. I would get a full-on like chicken nugget 10-piece meal at the Golden Arches, large size, the fries, the drink, and then two double cheeseburgers. Oh, why not just a McDouble and combine it? Because the McDouble doesn't have why as do much you wanna, cheese. Why do you want to combine it? We want to prolong no, the eating I, experience No, no, no. Two, no, two double cheeseburgers. Not a McDouble. Two oh, double two cheeseburgers. Yes. Not yes. two McDoubles. Yes. Not just two, two cheeseburgers. Double cheeseburgers. And then, and then occasionally an apple pie. I, I do remember me and my group of buddies when we were in college, we would hit up the Mickey D's every single day. It was a seven day a week thing. I'm not lying. This went on for about a year and a half. <laughs> we went to McDonald's. And there was a documentary Daily. film crew. 
<laughs> tracking your health. Your buddy's uh, name is Morgan Spurlock, and you've just never revealed and, that to us. Yeah, well, okay. w- and women will hate me because I didn't even get beyond 187 pounds no. when I was that and age. And that's why I hate you. Yeah. Because you eat fast food every day now. Yeah, I hate you. And you're the same size. I hate you. That's not exclusive. I hate you for that. I can lift my shirt up and give you a little howdy-do. I don't want that. You're not going to like it. What's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? (laughs) Howdy-do. Nobody wants a howdy-do. We've I've got, seen your happy trail. It's not doesn't make me happy. Right. There's that beach photo. You can go and check that out on the uh, Twitter timeline. So we've got a lot of fun coming up. We'll hear some thoughts from Ryan Day and some of the Buckeye players as they're getting ready for this one. It's November. It's two nine and ones. It's, it's the Buckeyes in Michigan State. We'll get all around this one. Antonio Pittman will give us some of his memories from playing against the schools up in Michigan. And Jen Flynn Oldenburg, the women's volleyball coach, they're nationally ranked. She's going to join us tonight. And Patrick Murphy for some beers and Buckeyes with our bearded friend in the 7 o'clock hour. I bet you Ryan Day's happy trail is just like a big strip of asphalt down there. Just a (laughs) black piece of asphalt. Black fur right there for Ryan Day. (laughs) Buckeye show's coming up. Back page time. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Honey, are you shaving? No, I'm just getting it repaved, darling. I'll be out in a moment. Uh, Chinese food live streamer says he's been blacklisted Who? for a Chinese food live streamer. He just eats Chinese food? Yes. Uh, man, this, what a gig. This man lives in Changsha City in China. He is known as Mr. Kong. Mr. Kong live streams when he goes to you know these r- restaurants. He has been blacklisted from a buffet restaurant for eating too much. Oh. He says that he ate 1.5 kilogra- kilograms of Pork trotters. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Kilograms of pork trotters during his first visit and three and a half to four kilograms of of shrimp on another visit. Said the restaurant is discriminatory against people who can eat a lot. This is in China? This is in China. I'm surprised they have buffets at Chinese restaurants in China. I thought that was an American thing. I did too. Well, well, I mean, oh, you mean just buffets at any restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're fat Americans. I didn't think China had that. You think they have more control? I would think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they saw America and they're like, hey, that's a good idea. Buffets? Sounds great. And so they'd started doing it too. Anyway, he said, I can eat a lot. Is that a fault? If you're wondering what my next tattoo is going to be, bingo, that's it. I can eat a lot. Is that a fault? Uh, the restaurant owner told the same reporter that Mr. Kong was putting him out of pocket. He said, every time he comes here, I lose a few hundred yen. Even when he drinks soy milk, he can drink 20 or 30 bottles. Jesus. When he eats the pork trotters, he consumes the whole tray of them. And for shrimp, usually people <laughs> use tongs to pick them up. He uses a tray to take them all. So he just, if you're thinking of a buffet tray, he, he just, just takes the whole tray. that out and walks to his table and says, well, good how, enough for me. How heavy is this dude we're talking? This sounds like your hero, by the way, both of you. Yeah. This he, guy. He apparently has. I'm not a buffet guy. He is, uh. This the story is trending on Chinese social media. Apparently, it's got over 250 million views. So this guy, I'm sure, if he's a live streamer, that's like right up his alley. He's getting more and more and more publicity for this. So let him live. I'm sure he'll do just fine. Buckeye show is coming up next. Kevin Stefanski show at eight. Don't forget, Common Man and T Bone Weekend will not air tomorrow, but it will be on your podcast feed. So take a look for it, and we'll be back Monday. Have a good weekend, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Still watching an accident on I-71 southbound after North Broadway. Traffic is still building in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find some slowdowns on I-70 westbound between Elm Creek Drive and the 71 East Split. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Connect helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Offer ends January 1st. Visit staplesconnect slash services slash printing for details. Staples Connect. Have a great weekend. I'm Leanne. Array with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt I think on you it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I'm fine now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.